Joshua chapter 5, and <clears throat> I just want to start out with a review. Last week, um, I thought I was preaching on switch, and it, it showed I was preaching on shift. And so this week, I think I'm preaching on sh switch. <laughs> what am I preaching this week? Ah, okay, I'm preaching switch. Okay, we might, we might switch to shift uh, somewhere along through there. Um, when we get to Joshua chapter 5, they're coming out of the wilderness. The 40 years of wandering is now over. And they're positioned right on the outskirts of what has been promised, according to scripture, to their father's father. To Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and now. Joshua has been raised up to take them into the promised land. Now, an, an, entire, new, an entire new way of living is just over the ridge. Remember, for the past 40 years, they've been wandering around in the desert, packing up the tent, putting the tent down. Now, the promise is about to show up. And the promise is just, as my grandma would say, over yonder. Their season of wandering, of being of, of being in the wilderness is about to end. Now, they're about to go in. See, you, you can't live, and this is the whole summary of last week and this week, you cannot live in a new season under old season rules. So they didn't have Pastor Jasper 3 to tell them that what they used to do in the wilderness, they're not going to be able or have to do in the new place. But y'all got a Pastor Jasper 3. And I'm telling you, your, your, your new season is just over yonder. And I want you to know that what you used to do, your, your old rules, the old playbook, isn't going to work in your new season. God does what he says when we do what he tells us to do. That's the context, Joshua 5. But, but look, look, maybe you'll join me in Leviticus chapter 26 and verse number 3. This validates my point. Leviticus 26 verse 3 says, If you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, then I will give you rain in its season. Did you, see, did you hear the condition? No, you didn't. Verse 3 says... <laughs> If, it's all predicated on if, he says, he says, if you walk in my statutes and keep my commandments and perform them, you can't just know the rules, but you got to do what you know. Hmm. I wish I could stay there. I'll come back. He says, then if you do your part, then I'll do my part. Then I will give you. You ain't got to work for it. You ain't even got to ask for it. But your obedience will activate. Can anybody see that? He, 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 says, he says, if you do that, then your obedience will activate the rain. 
then the land will yield its produce and the trees of the field shall yield their fruit. Your threshing shall last till the time of vintage and the vintage shall last to the time of sowing. In other words, you ain't going to run out at the end before the next part starts. The kingdom economy will never close. TSA workers and other government workers are rejoicing today that, that the government has been reopened for at least three weeks. Um, and I'm happy for them too. And, but, but the kingdom of God, the government there, it, it never shuts down. And if it's shut down in your life, it's because you haven't done your if. So your then isn't there. And your sewing won't work. All right. Okay, here we go. My last phrase of verse number five, he says, you shall eat your bread to the full and dwell in your land safely. Just real quick review. Last week, I said, you got to switch voices. I don't have time to go through it, but Jesus, I mean, excuse me, uh, scripture shit said that, that um, if the ones who are disobedient, they can't go in the new land. My whole point was that folk that are talking in your ear can influence you and talk you right out of your promise. You, so you got to switch voices. You got to get somebody that's standing with you and saying what you're saying and believing what you believe in and you got to switch voices. No, 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 no more barbershop talk. That's, that's my dog. We took wood together. Just, I just know who pledged. I just know who pledged. We, you, you, you know, thank you, Master. May I have another one? Spike Lee school days. You know, pow! Take your big brother almighty! You, we pledged together. We did dirt together. We, we, we know where the bodies are. You got to change them voices. You, you got to switch voices because voices affect vision. When you start talking, then you start seeing we, we got to switch voices, and uh, when we switch voices, our vision switches. But, 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 then, but then I'm in Deuteronomy chapter 30, and I'm in verse number 9. Why don't you pay attention to this? Because um, there's going to be a revision. Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 9, the Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body. Has anybody been working and not seeing? You, you, you've been doing stuff. You, you, you've been writing business plans. You, you, you've been helping folk. You've been, you've been, you've been putting the work in, W-E-R-K. You've been, you've been doing what you're supposed to do. And, and, and it seemed like what you're doing is, 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 is not producing. Okay, so, 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 so he says, he says, he says what, what I'm about to do, um, I'm going to make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your livestock, and in the produce of your land for good. For the Lord will again rejoice over you for good as he rejoiced over your fathers. Here's that conditional word again in verse number 10. Y'all say it. If, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God to keep his commandments and his statutes. I think God wants us to obey. 
which are written in the word, in this book of the law. And if you turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. I think you missed the revision. Go back to verse number nine. The Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, the fruit of your body, in the increase. Then we get the conditional word, if. Y'all didn't catch it. I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it again. Verse number nine. The Lord your God will make you abound. I'm living my best life. I ain't going back and forth. All right. He says, I will make you. Hit him with the shoulder. I will make you abound. If he gonna make me abound, I must not have been abounding. He, he, he says, the Lord your God will make you abound in all the work of your hand, in the fruit of your body, in the increase. Then we know what the condition is. If. So whatever I got now is going to increase. If I was just bounding, now I'm about to abound. And what I have is about to increase. Will you just touch your neighbor and say, it's time for revision. It's time for revision. You, you think I've been doing good, but... I'm about to abound. And I'm about to increase. You, you think I got that good hair now? You think I got that good hair now? But I'm about to abound. And my bundles are about to increase. That first anointing is gone. I'm flowing into the, in the next wave. And it's just over there. It's just, it's just over the hill is abundance. Over the hill is is the increase. Some of y'all still don't believe me. Some of y'all still don't believe me. All right, put up, put up Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. Some of y'all too slow. Look at the screen. It says, we're going to read this one together. All right, let's read. If you're willing and obedient, you shall eat. I think my next meal is contingent on my obedience. I think that's what that means. Could be my, it could be my THM. It could be my master's theology that helped me come to that conclusion. But I don't think I need one because it says I'm going to eat. 
not potted meat. No Vienna sausage. That's how my grandmama says it's not sausage. It's sauces. No bologna sandwiches. And no, no, no sugar sandwiches and no red Kool-Aid. But I'm going to eat Chateaubriand and uh, Houston's Hawaiian steak. And I, I got some crab cake coming in. Y'all, 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 I don't know how y'all eat, but I got some spinach dip. I think we're going to go. I think, I think. But I can't have it. Y'all, y'all, y'all. See, that's, that, I can't have it if how I'm doing. I can't have it if I ain't willing to obey. Just over the hill is my abundance and increase. Just over the hill is a land flowing with milk and honey. Joshua chapter 5, verse 2 and verse 4. There's something interesting. They're not going to put it up. Um, but it's something interesting. Before they can go in, something has to be cut off. There has to be a new version of them. Okay. Okay. So, so I got to switch voices because voices affect vision. And then when my switch is predicated on if I am revised, if there's a revision that happens, but, but, but I, there also has to be a new version of me. There has to be the 2.0 version of me. And in Joshua 5, verse 2, verse 4, starts talking about the command to circumcise. Now, every man's legs probably just twitched. I don't have to explain circumcision. But God is saying, before you go just over yonder, I got to cut off some stuff. There has to be a new version because my old version ain't going to know how to act when I switch places. And, 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 and so I don't mess up my new place. I got to get a new version of me. He does it at a place called Gilgal. Ladies, you think you're out of it, but the Bible says there must be a circumcision of your heart. God has to cut some stuff off your heart. That's what God was doing at this altar. I didn't see it then, but he was cutting some stuff off people's hearts. Because the new version of them can't operate in the new place unless he cuts some stuff off of them. And circumcision is a bloody thing. So many different, so many different ways I could, I, I, I could go with this one. Uh, Gilgal is known as the place of the cutting. Some of y'all waiting for me. You need a little help. You see, you see, God is not going to take you into the promise until you deal with your flesh. I, I didn't say that right. I didn't say that right. I didn't say that right. 
Let me, let me try this one again. God is not going to take you into the promise until you let him deal with your flesh. If I got to circumcise me, it ain't going to get done. I, I, I'm just might as well going to stay up out here in the wilderness. But if I'm willing to go under a little anesthesia and, and let the Holy Ghost cut off the flesh, I ain't even been graphic. Y'all looking at me like, is he really? Yes, I'm really. But they couldn't get to the promise until they cut off the flesh. Anybody been, been around here for a while, you, you know that my favorite movie is New Jack City. So many kingdom principles found. <laughs> in the New Jack City. One of the characters is Chris Rock. And just in case you hadn't seen the movie, his, um, the role that he plays is Pookie. Yeah. And Pookie is a crackhead. And, and Nino Brown got the best crack in the neighborhood. And, and Pookie get, he, he gets, he gets strung out on that stuff. His girlfriend used to be real pretty. And so, he, he, you know, you know when you get wine stand, you never done drugs. Uh, that's what Marion Barry said, it was a lie. But I ain't never done drugs, never seen no drugs, they've never been with nobody that done no drugs. You know, the mayor of Washington, D.C., when they put the microphone in his face, they said, Mayor, Mayor, they say that you've been doing drugs. He said, never done no drugs, never seen no drugs, never been with nobody that done drugs. But, Marion, what about this picture? I did drugs. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Huh? <laughs> so, when you get hung out, you know, you, you don't start taking care of yourself. You don't take no bath, and you know, your teeth get all messed up, and you know. And so, 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 Pookie and his girlfriend they, they get one little hit, and he get back to the spot. She said, let me have some. He goes, no, 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 no. I, you, you, I was the prom queen. He, Pookie said, now you the prom fiend. Pookie gets rehabbed. He iced tea. Ice tea believes in Pookie. And so Ice tea knows that if he can get with Pookie and disciple Pookie. See, I told you, kingdom principles. Kingdom principles. <laughs> if he can disciple Pookie, they'll be able to take down Nino Brown's crime ring. So Ice tea he pulls him out. Man, get off me. Man, get off me. You know, Chris Brock, Chris Brock got that high, high voice. Get off me. And he gets him checked in. I don't want to be here. You know, he's fighting and God's going to rehab, but he don't want to do the work. He don't want to do the group stuff. He's sitting on the outside, but, but then he starts to dry out. He, 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 he starts to detox. At night, he's in the bed, and he's shaking because that stuff's still on the inside of him, and he's shaking. He's having, he having cold sweats, and, 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 and Ice-T want to jump in and help him. Y'all, some of y'all ain't seen the movie. He, he, he want to jump in and help him. Ice-T is watching him in the middle of the night shake, and Ice-T want to jump in and help him, but then he takes his hand back off because he knows that, that Pookie got to want it more than... than, than Ice teeth. So, so he, he waits until he's, he starts shaking. He, he, he knows that one of the, one of the principles of, 
of, of getting clean and getting sober is exercise. And, and the crack has ravaged his body and, and he's trying to start doing the exercises. And he starts doing the jumping jacks and he has no strength in his hands. And he collapses and Ice-T picks him back up. So the movie keeps jumping back from how he's struggling and what he's going through. And then somewhere along through there, a change happens. He, he starts, Chris Rock starts getting further from Pookie. The old Pookie. And the new Pookie starts to, starts to show up. And, and, and then after a while, he, he gets a job working for Nino. Because you can't work for Nino and be a, be a crackhead. He had to deal with his flesh. Y'all missed it. He had to deal with what he was addicted to. I'm going to keep working. He had to deal with what was dealing with him. He had to get to the point to where he didn't want what was bad for him. He had to get to the point to where he was tired of how he was living and could see what he could have. He had to deal with his flesh. There's some pookies in here. It's some pookies that are addicted to your flesh. Can't go to sleep without a little drinky drink. You won't raise your hand. You won't come down for an altar call about weed. But you still got to have a drag every now and then. A little puff puff pass. You, you dressed all nice in your church clothes. But you're still getting a little sum on the side. You got to deal. Why y'all looking at me? You got to let God cut some stuff off you. You got to let God circumcise your flesh. You got to let God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, deal with some places that's been holding you back. Y'all don't like it, but I already got the offering. I'm trying to get you to your promised land. I'm trying to bring your switch. I'm, I'm trying to get you to shift into a place of abounding and increase. But the only way you're going to get that is if you deal with your flesh. You, you, you're going to have to deal. You're going to deal with your flesh. When, when, when switch happens, you go from being the victim to being the victor. Mm. Um, Joshua chapter 5, verse number 8 it says, so it was. When they had finished circumcising all the people, they stayed in their places in the camp until they were healed. Look what it says in verse 9. Then the Lord said to Joshua, this day I have rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Oh God. Therefore, the name of the place is called Gilgal to this day. Go back to verse 8. So it was when they had finished circumcising all the people that they stayed in the place in the camp until they were healed. How do you know when you healed? Because the cut don't hurt anymore. 
the, 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 way, the way you know you're forgiven, everybody who's here at the altar, the way you're going to know you're forgiven is the person that you forgave, the person that you released. When their name comes up on the screen, you're not going to have the shakes. When you, you, you know you're healed when you can bless them. Because the pain don't hurt. You know you heal when you can ride down the street and look over at their house and don't whip in and start keying up their car, putting sugar in the gas tank, and throwing a brick through the front window. You know you heal when the cut don't hurt. Thank God he gave them time to get themselves together. Because y'all, you got some work to do. He, he said, well, I'm about to take you. You, 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 you got some work to do. You, you, you got some work to do and some stuff to enjoy. And we, we can't have no bandages getting in the way. You, you know, you, we're going to wait till you deal with your flesh until you're all right. Until you don't want what you used to want. We're going to wait till you get healed. And then we're going to switch. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Father, help me. Help me. Help me. All right, verse number nine. Verse number nine. When things switch in your life, you go from being the victim to the victor. Verse number nine. Then the Lord said to Joshua, watch now. This day, I've rolled away the reproach of Egypt from you. Hold on. So the Israelites had a bad name. They, they, they were known as being the slaves. Everybody was, 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 uh, uh, had them on Instagram. Like, look at look, hashtag Egypt slaves. And they, they were trending on, on social media. There were YouTube pages about ju- just, how, ju- just how, 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 how bad they were. Because they, they didn't own nothing. They were making bricks without straw. All kind of memes. This is what a brick builder looked like. And he got an Israelite slave on it. The surrounding enemies knew that they had been punked for 400 years. The way they had lived, they lived under a cloud of shame. And then the same loving God, who they had been talking about. You know, know, folk folk were talking about him, making fun on him on Facebook. And they said, ha, ha, ha. This, y'all slaves. They're written back, but we got a promised land. Then then, then the other one wrote back and they say, but you ain't in it. How you going to fight that? You gotta address a mailbox in the desert. It's not like they're wrong for saying you ain't in it. They knew that they were the underdogs, that they were the victims. But they were, oh God, they were victims with a promise. The shame of Egypt had jumped on them. Put that verse back up for me. Put that verse back up for me. Uh, when you just had up. Then the Lord said to Joshua, This day I've rolled away the reproach. Some versions say shame. Of Egypt. That was on you. Everything that folk had said about them, God is saying, this day, since you let me deal with your flesh, this day, 
since you don't want what you used to want this day. I'm talking to somebody in here who got a past. You, you got some Egypt ways. You were known for being fill in the blank. If anybody wanted fill in the blank, they would call you for some fill in the blank. I think they got about all of us. Don't make me call your blank. You've been living some Egyptian ways. But you've been working a little bit. And you ain't joined the church yet, but you keep coming. And, 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 and you let God cut the flesh off. He's circumcised your heart. So now I hear God saying, this day. You ain't got nothing else to do. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about your past. Don't worry about the abortion. Don't worry about the drug use. Don't worry about the movies you made. Don't worry about who you did it with. Because this day. See, shame will make you walk around with your head down. I ain't worth it. Do they really want me? Am I supposed to be? How do I get this? But this day, God says, I'm taking you from being victim to being victor. Do I have anybody that can shout about your promise? You, you've been putting the work in. You did 21 days. You've been dealing with your flesh. And this you can shout today. Come on, you can shout today. Watch, watch, watch. This, this, this time, you ain't going to have to do nothing. All the shame, all stuff you embarrassed about, uh, 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 all the folk you done blocked on Facebook because they know your business, all the times you had to set up a new profile because they keep finding you. The algorithms keep working against you instead of for you and suggesting all, all that kind of stuff. Why, why? Put the verse back up. Put the verse back up for me. Put, put it back up. Same one you had. Put it back up. Watch now. The Lord said to Joshua this day. What's the next word? I. He didn't say you. God said, you done did your time in the wilderness. You suffered being talked about. You stayed out there for 40 years. You went through the circumcision. This day I got the rest. Some of y'all don't know how to how to shout. See, 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 shame is a spiritual force. God, God said, This this day I have rolled the shame off of you. God is saying today you ain't got to rebuke it. You ain't got to call it down. You ain't got to speak in tongues. You ain't got to cast it down. Ha ha ya. You ain't got to do none of that. This day I'm taking it off of you. I wish I had somebody that would get happy with me. Why, why, why don't you just wave your hand and say take it off God. Take it off. Roll it off of me. Take the shame off my life. Take it off, God. Take it off. Take it off. Take it off. No. Today, I go from being a victim to being being a victor. Okay, all right. All right I'm almost finished. Uh, 
so, after he rolls the shame away, he, he, he doesn't stop there. He, he, uh, he changes their appetite. We don't, we, don't go to, we don't go to McDonald's anymore. You know, all kinds of rumors and speculation about what kind of meat the hamburger is made out of. Horse meat. And so when we first got married, before we ever started having kids, uh, we, we, we put a ban on McDonald's. All I eat from McDonald's is a french fries. No, no chicken parts. Uh, my appetite, our appetite for McDonald's has changed. The kids, Jordan, Quad. They, 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 they don't like McDonald's because we, we raise them by not going to McDonald's. We go to Chick-fil-A. See, our appetite had to change. But theirs will always be. Y'all acting, y'all making me feel like I don't know how to preach. That I, I, ain't, I ain't been doing this for 36 years. Y'all, well, y'all looking at me. Um, um, because when, when, when God deals with your shame before he takes you into the promise, he has to change your appetite to start wanting a new menu. I'm in the text. Okay. Joshua chapter 5. I got to finish. Verse 11. And they ate of the produce of the land on the day after the Passover. Unleavened bread. And parched grain on the very same day. Verse 12. Then the manna ceased on the day after they had eaten the produce of the new land. And the children of Israel no longer had manna, but they ate the food of the land of Canaan. When God switches you, he switches, come on, I got to stay with my V's, your vittles. Some of y'all, that wasn't your SAT word. <laughs> he, 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 he switched their menu. He, he switched what it was that they had been eating. Uh, Exodus, I don't, I don't know if they have this one, but Exodus chapter 16, uh, verse 13. So it was that the quails came up at the evening and covered the camp. And in the morning, the dew lay all around the camp. And when the layer of dew lifted, there on the surface of the wilderness was a small, round substance. Said Moses, verse 15, what is this? Moses said, this is man. This is what God this is how God going to feed us. He, they, 
So while they sleep at night, God was sending the quail to land on the ground. And, and then he would send, he'd send the bread truck and he would deli- de- deliver fresh manna. For 40 years, they had been eating quail and manna. Now, they about to go into the promised land. They have a worship service. The Passover. And then God says, okay, that symbolizes the end of an old season. Switch. Joshua chapter 5, verse 11. I want y'all to see this one. Joshua chapter 5, verse 11. And they ate of the produce of the land. Huh? Wait, 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 wait. They quit shopping at all these. They done gone to Whole Foods. Do y'all see that? Okay, all right, all right. Verse 11, watch now. What had they been eating? Oh, come on now. I I ain't work all this time for y'all not to know. That's an easy one. What had they been eating? All right, but verse 11 says, and they ate of the produce of the land. Somebody shout switch. Watch. They, they, they had been eating quail and manna. But, but verse 11 says, and they ate the produce of the land on the day after the Passover. Unleavened bread. Okay. One translation interprets the word Roasted corn. Wait a minute, hold on. Hold on. Where'd that come from? Whole Foods. But what they didn't eat was quail and manna. When God switches you, he changes up your grocery list. (laughs) Ain't going to be no McDonald's in heaven. Ain't going to be no Wendy's. Ain't going to be no no Burger King. Only thing's going to be in heaven is Chick-fil-A because they closed on Sunday. Here come that quail again. Here come that quail. But watch this. Some of y'all going to miss your meal because you're looking at the wrong menu. Everybody woke up that morning and they're looking down. For 40 years, God sent quail and manna, but it ain't out here. He, he, he would let it in the morning when the dew would lift. And I looked down, that, that'd be quail. And where, where, where's the chicken sandwich? Huh? Where, where, I don't, I don't, they, they were looking for the wrong thing because God had switched them to a new season. They were looking for what they had gotten for 40 years. But God had increased them. 
he was about to make them abound. He was about to bring them into the promise, but they were looking for what they had in their past. I say God. I say, I say God. This ain't for everybody. Uh, this, this ain't for everybody. I'm tired. I'm about to, I'm about to go home. I, I, I feasted in this preparation. Thought I was finished. And then I let my eye scroll down in the text. Chapter 6 starts up. And they at Jericho. Y'all know what happened at Jericho? They, they walked around Jericho and they, they saw the miracle of God. And they saw the wall fall down. I said, God, what's, what's up with this? He said, it wasn't until they learned what I was sending to feed them with. Would they be able to see? What I was about to make happen next. Because they would be looking in the right direction. Some of you will never see a Jericho miracle. Because you're used to your prayers not being answered. You've been looking for quail and manna. But not until you retrain your eyes to start looking up at the walls of Jericho. Your new season is waiting for you to walk in it. Would you stand on your feet playing quietly? Start practicing for what's coming.